What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Strip Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. We made it for another week, Mark. I think we did. I think we did. So let me just start off by saying uh, thank you to everybody who reached out to me um, this past week. Yeah. Uh, I know I started the show a little different than I normal than we normally yeah, do. A little somber. Little, uh, yeah. Uh, first cold open, and it Emo. was and it was very uh, it was a very heartfelt thing. Um, yep. I appreciate everybody reaching out to me and um, you know give me you know encouragement stuff like that. But also, um, thank you for telling me, um, like what you've been going through and stuff like that. You know, that you've taken yeah. my advice and reached out to me. Like I said, I would listen to it. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Really means a lot. Um, last week is a shitty week, yeah. but uh, you know what? It's, it's over with. We had a good Friday night up here with uh, an amazing Friday with, night with uh, all my family. That's not, you know, Shuttleworth. Yeah, it's not <laughs> and, red, uh, all the non redheaded uh, all, all the, family. Well, to be fair, I'm one of the, one of the few gingers in my family as well. Right. But uh, now we're on to bigger and better things. Bigger and better things. So we have a special guest with us. We have the new kid on the block. Yeah. You know, because podcasting <laughs> is such a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah. Um, we got somebody else new into the game. So hopefully we can uh, share some secrets with you and everything. Uh, but we are welcomed by Ash Ott from Ashes with Ash podcast. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. We're looking forward to it. And uh, congratulations on getting into the podcast game. It's uh, it's all downhill from here. You started. Oh, God, I know. It's so difficult. My gosh, all the sound and editing and blah, finding the right microphone. <laughs> See, and you're, it. and you're you're a one-woman crew. It's just you, right? Just me. Oh, yeah. man, you just, you're a glutton for punishment, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> There's so many details that you don't realize that you have to take care of to do this. Uh-huh. Um, and Aaron takes care of all the details for us. I'm just uh, the, the pretty. You're uh, the pretty face of the group. Pretty face of the group. <laughs> um, but it is, it is so, there's so many details. It's really amazing. Yeah. I love it though. Yeah. But uh, we are smoking the Viva La Vida Club 500 over here on our side. Um, you know, we love Billy and Gus. Um, they reached out to me, sent me a nice little voicemail um, this past week. Uh, appreciate that. But I, you're up in New York, correct? Yep, New York City. So I wanted to do something New York related. I didn't have any martinis you all with theme. me. Um, I, you know, I threw an awesome theme party. I just want you to let you know. <laughs> um, so I went with the next. The next best thing is the Viva La Vida because Billy and Gus had that. Their you know their shop was up in. Uh, New York City for 25, 30 years, something like that. Yep. Um, so the theme for tonight is New York. And, you know, what better cigar could you have? A Club 500. I mean, it's just fucking amazing. Made, uh, I know it made my top three this year. Was it in your top 10 this past year? I have no idea. You don't, don't, you don't remember. remember that was like a few months. It was, <laughs> I remember my top two. That's it was, really it. It was top five of a luxury cigar club. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a hot seller at our shop. It's fire. I mean, it's just fucking amazing. Yep. Um, so if you need some, we have some. If, you know, check your local B&M. That's what's nice because the Club 500 is only at brick and mortars. Um, B&M exclusive. So check it out if you haven't. And if you haven't, shame on you. You need to. Um, shame. You unfortunately are not able to smoke with us tonight. I am not. That sucks. It really does. I'm very jealous watching you guys on Zoom right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because it's a we're enjoying it. But since you can't smoke tonight, um, you know how long have you been into? uh, How long you been smoking cigars? Um, I guess since 
I was like 18, I would smoke every now and then, like special occasions. My dad would like bring me a cigar, vacation, stuff like that. But I really started smoking probably 2018, I think it was. That's when my dad opened his second shop in Lynchburg, Virginia. And he was just opening up the shop and I thought that I was just going to help open it up. And then, of course, I fell in love. Uh, So I stayed and worked there and helped manage the shop for like a year and do all the inventory and just tried all the cigars and fell in love with it from there. So I've been smoking regularly for a couple of years. Awesome. Well, let's give, uh, let's give your dad's shop some love. What's the name of it? Pat Cigar Company in Lynchburg, Virginia. It's an awesome shop. It's named after my grandfather. He just passed away in 2019. Um, but he always worked at the other cigar shop my dad owned years ago. And that's kind of where we all fell in love with cigars is through my grandfather. So Pat Cigar Company in Lynchburg, it's an amazing giant. It's just, just a huge shop, big lounge, um, big walk-in humidor. They have a private lounge that my dad built every part of it. It's so beautiful. They've got like a patio and fire pit, humidified lockers, and it's 24 hour access for members. Oh, nice. I love that part. That's awesome. Well, that sounds amazing. If we're ever out in Virginia, I guess we just need to make a trip to Virginia because we do. I'm already sold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That sounds very cool. Uh, The 24-7 thing is getting to be, that's a pretty cool feature. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they have like a membership for out-of-town guests too, so you don't have to pay as much, but you still get the access um, for whenever you are in town. Nice. Nice. Yeah, really cool. That's cool. So so you're multi-generational in the cigar industry then. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I even have like my great-great-great-grandfather came from... Um, came from Spain and then went to Cuba and opened a cigar shop in Cuba and then came to Florida and opened a cigar shop in Florida many generations ago. Wow. And then my dad out of the family, same thing. Um, like the 1800s, my family had a cigar shop and like tobacco farm where they'd roll their own cigars and tax records show they sold like thousands of cigars in one year. So yeah, it's in my blood. That's awesome. Well, the the cigar podcast game is definitely made for you. Then you you belong in it more than us than than neither one of us than than either I do. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know as much as you guys, but I'm still learning, and I want to. Why I'm here. There, well, first of all, there's plenty of room. Um, For the record, we have tons to learn too. I don't think we'll ever know everything, right? Um, I've been smoking yeah. cigars for 30 years and I'm still at this point, um, somebody will say something and I'll go, what in the hell are you talking about? And then <laughs> there was, there were somebody who was explaining the difference. Um, gosh, who was it? Somebody was this. Oh, well, last, last podcast, he was explaining the difference between two leaves and mm-hmm. they're actually the same leaf and they're called the same thing. And I go, well, that's stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just call it the same thing? That way. Idiots like me would know. <laughs> that'd be that'd be too easy though. You gotta I know. Yeah. Complicated. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize that. You know, I knew I knew you liked cigars. I knew you did a cigar podcast. So there was I knew there was history there, but I didn't know exactly what the history was. So that's that's pretty oh, yeah. cool. I like I like that. That's that's uh, awesome. Because because your your we'll get more into like your podcast later on, but yours is more of like 
the history and telling stories of stuff. So that's, that's I can, badass. I can see some stories yeah. right there. That's, that sounds Yeah, fun. exactly. That was like kind of my goal. I wanted to get like the, my favorite part of sitting in a cigar lounge is listening to all those stories from all the people sitting there in the lounge, just like the customers or the people that work there or whatever. So I was looking for more of that, but it's, kind of turned into a little bit of something else, a little yeah. bit of the same thing, but. See, what you call fine. stories, we call lies. That's all I hear at the cigar <laughs> shop is just lies. <laughs> all of my stories. I don't care. As long as it's fun and funny, you tell whatever you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's two rules of storytelling. First of all, there needs to be a kernel of truth. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to make an entertaining story, the, uh, there has to be a little embellishment on top. Right? See, that, that's what I get. That's what I get it called just, out for adding sugar. That's why I call adding sugar to, you know, you just got it. I always, people always go, that didn't go down exactly like that. And I said, very few of my stories are actually that interesting where people would be that interested in them. And those stories are kind of sad. Uh, yeah. So you got to spice it up a little bit. Right. Exactly. Because at the root of it, we're kind of boring. So we have to like, so we have to like add to it. Exactly. Well, what's your, uh, what's your cigar history of, you know, you said you started smoking when you're 18. So what's some of your favorite ones that you enjoy? Ooh, my favorite is by Chiravari. I love the Buenaventura series by Chiravari. I'm obsessed with them. I mean, it's really like all I smoke. I also, I love like a Nicaraguan binder and filler. That's what I usually look for. Um, I like a San Andreas wrapper. That's my favorite. Uh, or Maduro, Connecticut, you know. <laughs> I like to try everything. But for the most part, I go for San Andreas or Maduro. Love the Curavari, Buenaventuras, um, Ashton. I love Ashton, of course. Perdomo. I love the Champagne. Mm-hmm. Kind of all over the place. Tatuaje is one of my favorites. The Animal Cracker. Yes. Good. Yeah. We're, we're, are you are you a member of the uh, SNS Club? No, I'm not. So it's the. Do I need to be? Yes, if you like Tatuaje. So it's the Saints and Sinners, and it's an exclusive club where I forget how. So you have to be asked in to join by a fellow member, and you pay like a flat fee, like what, like every like Memorial Day or something. Yeah. But then, like six months later, you get a box of cigars and just like a whole bunch of just exclusive stuff where you can't buy. Lighters or lighter, like 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 this year was uh, lighter and a cutter. Yeah, this year was a a travel uh, ash can, uh, like an like an EXO cutter, a big ass lighter. Not yeah, knockoff. Um, Fifteen cigars, and then you get a a year membership to a CRA as well. Three TAA cigars, three TAs. I mean, it's and then you can and and then you can get other stuff as well throughout the year. Not cheap. So yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like two fifty or something. Two forty. It's, it's uh, it's. And then yeah, then they yeah. then they sell uh, uh, like limited edition cigars throughout the year. Yeah. So if you're that so sell you're, out almost immediately, yeah. and then you're pissed off. <laughs> so if you're a Pete Johnson fan, it's definitely something <laughs> yeah. to be a yeah to to be a part of. Yep. We we know oh, cool. we know enough people who are members that we can get you in if you want in. Yeah. That would be awesome. We'll, we'll get one. We'll, we'll Not at my dad's job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we can get you in. So the, I, I haven't heard the first one you said you liked. I, I've never heard of that one before. I'll have to check Curvari? that out. Yeah. Yeah. They're small. They're like a boutique company. And I happened to stumble across it when I was in DC one time. 
And there was just like a special on these box of Curavari and I got them and I became obsessed with them. They're just so good. And the price is unbelievable. So we started selling them at Pat Cigar Company. And then I, I don't know what it's like now, but when I worked there, they became our most popular cigar. And we were Curavari's like number one seller in the United States for a minute. <laughs> That's like all I sold to people. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> Nice. So how do you sell that? Or how do you pronounce that? Puravari. P-U-R-V-A-R-I. Curavari. Yeah. Cute. This is like the Bonaventura series. Oh, yes. This I one's the Connecticut Shade. Yeah, the C200, yeah, the yeah, Crema. Yeah, 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 I've got one of those. I haven't smoked it, though. So that's why I didn't know what it was. It's because you never smoke any cigars you buy. Yeah, I never fucking smoke anything I have. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. So we started working on our will uh, this um, this week just because we're getting older and we need a will. And so I got to the part where I'm to my cigars. So I was like, all right, well, Rhino gets all my Viaje and then I haven't determined anything else yet. So the only thing that's I'll determined is, via- is Viaje goes all to Ryan. So that's it. That's I'll let it. I think I'll, I'll let everybody else uh, like a, like a death match. So that's to see who gets the rest. Uh, oh, the, you're, Oh, you mean you haven't determined the rest of your cigars? I thought maybe the rest of your assets. Because I, I have a will as well. To be fair, I don't, the cigars are like pretty much all my assets. Oh, really? I don't. Because I, I have a will, and it's it doesn't list any of my cigars. <laughs> so, and it's certainly not breaking them down by brand. <laughs> but you gotta think, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it lists my, my house, and it lists my. <sighs> Like my assets, like my retirement accounts and stuff. I'll let Mo take care of the big stuff. The cigar stuff is mine. Okay, so fair that's, enough. <laughs> that's not what a will's for, dude. Uh, well, see, I've, I've, never, I've never fucking done one before. How, like, they don't teach us stuff in school, like how to fill out your how to fill out your taxes properly and how to do a will. That kind of they don't teach that in Arkansas. Any basic life adult needs, they don't teach you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I can do geometry so really well. So let's let's we'll, we'll set up something later this week. Maybe you and I and, and Marielle, your wife, can sit down and we can talk about what the point of a will is: <sighs> is to not distribute your cigar post. I, I like I like just or the, to actually destroy your porn collection. It's not on either one of those things. That, it's that, not what your will is that, for. That's the thing. Like, delete my phone history. Don't let my mom see. Um, I need one. Your of those, mom like, is not going to see your phone. Why need, would your mom see your phone? I need one of those medical bracelets. Like delete everything. Right. <laughs> that's the that's the way it goes. So you know, another approach would be go see a doctor. I've so I'm I'm setting up an appointment this week. Um, I I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say. I know because like, <laughs> mom was like mom was like when was the last time you went to the doctor? I was like when when was the last time you took me. <laughs> 20 years ago 20 years ago that would, that would be it yeah like i can't wait to the to the question be like how much pain are you feeling oh just you know the normal amount and him to be like the normal amount should be zero like oh well that's not that well that, that's not true it doesn't when your ashes age maybe that's zero but when you're your age it's about a three when you're my age it's about a six so pushing so pushing 40 i should be at a three yeah, I would think about a three. Okay, I think I'm. I think I'm at about a three then. When you're about fifty-five, sixty, I think you're about a five or a six. Okay, eh. shit just randomly hurts for no reason. <laughs> Pretty bad. See, I'm to the point <laughs> moves where, around. See, I'm 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 to the adult breakfast where breakfast is like juice and Advil. Yeah, then like, you're gonna quit doing that because your doctor's gonna warn you to quit doing that shit because it's bad <laughs> on your organs. 
<laughs> that's how he jumps to a six. And that's why I go see him. Right. Do not take You can't take those every day. I'm going to say, I'm just going to tell everybody, do not take medical advice from us. How about that? That's good advice clean, right there. That's clean advice. Clean or life advice, actually. Any advice. Cigar advice. Yes. Music advice, man. No, music advice were pretty good. Food. At. I mean, we're both big guys. You can take food advice food from advice us. Food advice from us, sure. Okay. I think we're good on that one. So what part of New York City, I assume, what part of New York City do you live in? Yeah, I'm in Manhattan and like the Upper East Side. Nice. I first started out, I was in Brooklyn. But then when uh, coronavirus hit, so many people moved out of the city. So the prices dropped like crazy. So I moved into the city. So now I can walk to work. Nice. <laughs> so what? Yeah. Without giving too much away, what do you I mean? You don't work at your dad's shop anymore. What? I assume no. So what do you do for a living? I work at an animal shelter. I manage the medical department. You are totally badass. That's it. <laughs> I, I think we have a front runner for your favorite guest this year. Yeah. Animal Steven. cigars. Yeah. No, Steven. I <laughs> took my dogs to took my, my two dogs to the to the dog park today. Oh, what kind of dogs you got? I got an English Springer Spaniel named Darius. Oh. And I have oh. a black lab named Bailey. We always have to have a one of our dogs named Bailey. That's my wife's requirement. Now do you go like oh, is it like cute. Bailey Bailey the seventh? Do you have like the This numbers? is the second Bailey no. Oh, okay. And there's no two Baileys been alive at the same time that we needed to distinguish between them. Um, but they've always been the black dog because the, the first Bailey was uh, was a mutt but mm -hmm. was black. And the black lab uh, became uh, Bailey the second. So I guess Bailey the second. Oh, cute. I have a little black lab mix. Oh, Bailey's a lover. The, the black labs are such oh, – she – she oh, is. She originally liked playing with the other dogs in the dog parks, but she doesn't like that anymore. She just likes sitting right next to me, and then she reminds me how much she enjoys playing with me. So that's what my dog does too. He hates the dog park. Like I don't even take him anymore because he just goes to all the people. He yeah. doesn't say hi to all the people, yeah. and then the other dogs get jealous. And so it's just mm. not. <laughs> that sounds like Bailey. Although Darius was very was very friendly today, and he was running around. Completely soaked, of course. Oh my god! I'm anti-dog, so I don't have he any is, fun he's, stories. He to is add. Afraid, he's afraid of dogs. <laughs> he are refers really? to all dogs as Cujo. Yeah, all dogs are Cujo to me. He had <laughs> the first. Uh, his first co-host had an actual. It's called. Uh, what was know, it? It was a fucking bear dog. It was a dog that is. Um, it's bred to to actually root out hogs, wild yes. feral pigs. So it's a yeah. big, it's a, it's a, it's a big. Bear like dog. It's a, yeah. it's a, oh my God, it's so scary. And, and so it, I mean, when it's properly trained, it will kill feral hogs. And so Aaron and I were over at Steve's house one night and, um, that dog took an interest in Aaron. It's like, and, it, it, it knew, it and, knew that it did not like any of, a, right. of the breed. And it, it had, it had Aaron so freaked out. I thought. It's, it's now was up my ass all fucking night. And I was yeah. like, Steve, please get your dog away from me. Yes. Cause he knew Aaron knew that that dog would kill him. I am pro cat though. Cats are awesome. Yeah. You're all pro cat. I'm pro cat. See, this is what we do. We get off so far track on yes. our show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what's, what's your dog's name? Riker. Riker. Like it. So Riker. 
realize what how weird of a name that is until I moved to New York because there's Rikers Island where all the crazy murderers live. Right. I <laughs> so assume you're like, a Star Trek fan. Do what? Star Trek fan? No. No, I don't know where I like heard it on okay. a TV show at some point, and I just liked it, and you know, it was like ten years ago. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't do anything to this, to this, to this, like this part of the segment. I'm like, so like, I'm, I'm anti-dog. You're anti-dog. I Thanks for adding. I piss off so many people when they hear that. Like, yes. how, do you, how do you not like dogs? How do like, you not like dogs? You do. Have I told you the story why I don't like dogs? You got bit by a poodle once? No, no, it wasn't me. It was one of my good friends at one of the academies I went to school at. And we were outside playing. I was probably, God, I was probably fucking like, uh, 32. <laughs> yeah, it was last week. <laughs> um, no, it was, I was probably like 12 or so. And where our academy was, was backed up right next to like houses and everything. Well, there was a guy that was outside and got attacked by a Rottweiler and ripped his face off. Mm. And ever Ooh. since then, I've not been a fan. So mm. like we, I grew up, I grew up with dogs. I just, it was always like how my, my parents have boxers now. And it's every time I go over there, it's like, ah, Boxers are, they're, they're, they're kids. They're toddlers yeah. the whole time. It's like, they're just, <laughs> they're like, the goofiest dogs. They're, they're, the, they're yeah. the goofiest, they the goofiest fucking goofiest dogs. Noises. I mean, they just look, I mean, they, they have the, they have the floppy ears and everything still. And it's just like, y'all, y'all some goofy, goofy ones. But like how my brother's about to have his first kid. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do with, with Bruce now? Like Bruce is like, you can ride Bruce. Bruce is huge. But it's just like it's a. You know what the kid's gonna do? Probably he's gonna ride Bruce. Bruce. Right. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> oh Lord, do you uh do you remember what your first cigar was? It was a Kristoff. Nice. I know that. I wow. don't remember what kind it was though. That's what my dad wow. always brought me Kristoff though. That's a pretty nice, Dad. We are very pro Kristoff here at our lounge. We are very pro Kristoff. <laughs> We had, love we, we had Jared Trudeau on last year. Actually, oh. Chris, Christophe was our last in-house event that we had. Does she know who Jared Trudeau is? You just name drop somebody. I just, I, that's what I fucking Somebody internal to Christophe. So, so, so Trudeau is the <laughs> vice president of Christophe. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. you had the JT signature, which is his cigar? I don't think I have. You need to try it. We'll, we'll send you some. Yep. Sure. Take it. Yeah, that's it's like it. a limited edition. It's like limited shops. Yeah, it's only twelve in twelve shops in the uh, in the nation. Twelve, I think, at Carrier. one point, it's yeah. probably. We'll keep 13. it with twelve. It sounds more inclusive. Like, hey, we're part of the club. inclusive. Exclusive <laughs> is the right word, but it's <laughs> inclusive means more people are included. Exclusive means more people are on the outside. This is not vocabulary hour. <laughs> it is actually okay. at this point. I'm, I've been pushed by some of our listeners to, to have you get words no, 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 right. No. What I do is I, I, I say the names of cigars wrong because I don't have a, a Spanish flair to me at all, but yeah. I can. It's a hard to say. I, do, I will say I know someone that it drives me crazy because Curavari was like our best seller and he always called it Culivari. <laughs> There's a gentleman up at this sh- the second shop here that is connected with us, and he gets a lot of the names wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I, I know, I know the names of like the ones we sell. Yeah. Like, but I love it when like customers come in and be like, you have any of those Olivers? Be like, I know what you mean. I'm going to take you right to them. Right. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of my boy, JJ, who's still, he said, uh, I, although I wasn't on last night, but he's, no, he did. He was on last night. And he said, uh, I'm going to get me one of the Manduros. Now he knows it's wrong, and he says it that way to amuse me, which is which makes me love him well, even like, more. I mean, you do the same thing with Martinez, the Martinez, the Martinez. For the record, I did not say that. Okay have but, have you have you ever had a Martinez? They're they're out in New York. They're based in New York. Yeah, I think I have. Okay. Sounds super familiar. If you haven't, you need to make. They have a shop in. Uh, I think it's like New 39th York. Street or something. And one of our, one of our he, a guy does reviews with us, Kevin, who's also in New York, uh, mm-hmm. goes there and, and he, uh, but they're very good. Yeah, it's, it's a really good, it's a little tiny shop, but they roll cigar, they make the cigars there in New York. Yes, I have been there. I went there recently and I gave them my card to see if anyone wanted to be on the podcast. Well, you need to. We will get you in connection will, with will, the guy yeah. who is. Who we'll talk. Is, we'll talk to Dave, and we'll have Dave him make sure he's on. Rivera, great. Dave is the best. Yeah, and uh, you would love to have him on the podcast. And another guy to get connection with there is uh, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. If if you want stories, if you want stories on your show, they got yeah. some stories. Yeah, some you'll probably want to cut out, but um, <laughs> but some will be great. You want to hear? You want to hear about the uh, the shrimp story in St. Louis? Ah, oh, the shrimp story, the, the initiation uh, story for for Kevin. The initiation story probably will not make the air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. It might be hey, the shrimp story was great. Though. It's her. It's her rules. We can't. We can't. That, that's not gonna make our. <laughs> air. It made our air while I was gone. Oh, did it? Yeah, wow. the the show that y'all did while I was out of town. Oh wow! I so. guess I have no rules. You don't. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing for me. My mom's going to be so disappointed. Let's talk about these cigars that you and I are enjoying. Mine is coming unwound. Really? Any cigar that you touch that I smoke comes unwrapped. Why that's, is that? Anyways, let me see. It is. I can see it. Oh, that's very minute. Hmm. Mine's perfect. The last so. review, he gave me his cigar because mine hadn't arrived or I can't find it. And it came so unwrapped that they asked me, what am I fl- tasting? And I said, Nothing. not the wrapper. Well, so what, what I think was, because I've had two from that box, I'm pretty sure um, I pissed off somebody at USPS because, like, every single one has just been fucked. Well, when, when I'm done, when I find that, because I've got that bag somewhere. <laughs> you, you said, you keep saying that. I haven't found like, it. when I find the bag, I'm going to make sure I give it to you. I haven't found it yet. Yeah, I haven't found the bag in three I'll episodes. I'll give you the whole, I know. I'm aware of that. <laughs> well, anyway, I'll give you. I'll give you the whole bag. Oh, okay. Well, I am loving this one because Club 500 is it's fire, fucking amazing. Yep. Um, Nicaraguan Puro, um, six by sixty box press. I'm not a fan of the six by sixty. It's a little big for me, but the box this is pre- the best size. But but the box press plays. Yeah, that's that's the, this is one of the, the only box press plays. Box press plays. Um, this is one of the only. I guess, is it Gordo? I guess it'd be Gordo size um, that I like. It just because I don't like, I don't bigger ones, but the, it's the box press that makes it enjoyable for me because it's a soft box. It's not a hard box. Um, but the way they ferment the wrapper just a little bit differently yeah. than the other ones, you just get so much, just that, uh, that cocoa or 
almost mm. almost more like cacao, like what what y'all were talking about with the uh, the illusione the other time. It just has that like dark bitter chocolate taste to it. It's uh, yeah. really enjoyable. And it and for it's, the record, it, Josh and Kevin were discussing about. Oh well, yeah, you couldn't you, you couldn't taste fucking shit because of my cigar <laughs> blew up in your hand. No, I mean I just it it's chocolate. Well, it pairs well with the uh, the Boulevard Bully Porter I'm drinking. Nice. So it's, uh, it's very well, but uh, yeah, I love this one. And I mean, Billy and Gus, man, what can they're, they're just, masters and they're just, they're the salt of the earth. They're, yeah, I love those guys. They're two of the best brothers that uh, it's, that we've not know, met. We're, we've already talked about two boutique cigars that uh-huh. didn't exist three years ago. We had on our, our podcast, Blackbird last, once again, if you're not smoking boutique cigars right now, shame, shame. Yeah, I mean we, we're in the golden golden age for a reason. You, you got to smoke what's available to you, and <clears throat> all the shit is amazing. It is I mean, plain and simple. And there's so many there's so many good shops out there that carry. What's what's about your dad's shop? Does it carry a lot of boutique stuff? Yeah, they do. Yeah, my dad's shop. Well, they have a ton of Curabari. I think they like got a whole new humidor just to put that in there. Wow, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. That's yeah, cool. they have so many things now. I mean, just when I first started working there, when we first got everything, the first shipment was over 500 different cigars. Wow. And now I don't even know where they're at now. They've got so many. <laughs> and awesome. they love boutique companies. So Good. they've got everything. I can't wait. I'm going to check it out and check out the shop. That's Yeah, that's they have awesome. an online store too. And with my last previous podcast, there's a discount offer too. Cool. You can shop online. Well, we're definitely hey. we're definitely gonna um, um, pimp the show so that they can go to there and catch yes, that definitely. that, that uh, discount offer. Um, one of the things we always ask sounds like it's in line with with your show um, is um, it doesn't have to be the most expensive cigar, but the most meaningful cigar that you've ever smoked. Um, what's one of the most? Yeah, this is. This is close to, to to me. I like this question a lot. What is the most meaningful cigar that you've ever smoked? I would say um, an old friend of mine gave me a Bombay Sapphire. Ooh. And we just had, I can't even remember exactly what we were talking about, but we just had great conversations just sitting in the truck outside, beautiful night, Bombay Sapphire. And I'll never forget it because I saved it. I saved the um, the band. And I have a little book now. And it started with that cigar. I got this little book and all my favorite cigars, I'll put the band in the little book. I'll tape it in there. So nice. that one, yeah, that's a good question. I like that. Is, is that the one that's like a, like a Paisley design on the band? Yes, it's beautiful. Yeah, that I love. Oh, one of the sexiest oh. bands. Out there. I, I don't know that I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It's. I think it's like a. Like who a, makes them? They do. Bombay. Yeah. Bombay. Um, but it's got like a whale or something on it. But it's like a nice paisley looking. Uh, like I have to look it up. Like through background. Hmm. Really nice. Yeah, I have it somewhere. Let me see. I think I've got the band. Well, I'll send it to you later. Who well, knows where it is in I'm going to have to place. look it up. I, I, I don't know that I've seen a Bombay Sapphire. I, I know. I'm not that super familiar with Bombay, as I obviously don't even I know. Think, I think the the way I found it was, I think it came in the very first LCC box I got back in late 2019. 
So cool. it's, it's, I've only had a select few, but uh, from what I remember, it's really good. Had some nice funk yeah. to it, which I, which I like. So you actually smoked it? Uh, I actually smoked it, yeah, because after we had Chris on, he he guilted me into, <laughs> into smoking, smoking it. it. Yeah, so I smoked, I smoked that on my birthday last year. Nice, so. nice. Sounds like an awesome yeah. one. Damn. Yeah. Oh, cool. I love those ones that are interesting. Oh, man, it, it's a work of art. It really is. It really yeah. is. It's cool. It's so nice. That's a great answer. I, uh, you know, that that's a lot of the reason a lot of people smoke. Mm-hmm. What situations do you, are you, I mean, obviously New York's a tough place to smoke cigars in. I mean, you know, I, I lived a lot of years in Chicago. Even when I was living in Chicago, it was a tough place to smoke. There's a lot of places you can't. So I mean, yeah. where, how do you find places to smoke in New York, New York city? Um, well, pre COVID it's really difficult right now, but there's quite a few cigar bars. I like the Lexington bar and books. Um, and like the name, you would think it's like a bookshop and bar, but it's a cigar lounge and bar. It's really <laughs> cool. It's like, it's decorated with like old books and everything. So that's nice. what I put cool. it's a small place and they have two locations. So I love that. And then there's like the Soho cigar bar. They haven't been open for a while. Um, Barclay Rex. That was my first podcast episode. Their lounge is open. Um, yeah, there's quite a few lounges and then some bars, but it is a little difficult. For the most part, I just go to the park. There's (laughs) there's one, I forget which one it was. Kevin was telling us there is some park that's owned by a cigar family in New York. So it's a, so it is cigar. It's a cigar friendly park. I'll have to, I'll have to uh, text Kevin to figure out what the name of it is, but they're, but they are, they're cigar friendly. And it's, I mean, it's, he, he lives in, does he live in Manhattan? Where's he, where's Kevin live? I forget. Somewhere in New York city. We're, we live in the fucking South. We, we, <laughs> New York city is just one. All you fancy people from New York city. <laughs> New York city. Oh, I know it. Having said that, you're from Kansas City. I'm from we're, Chicago, we're, so we're trans. Like I said, we're, we're, <laughs> right. we're transplants to the south. We're gonna act like we're hayseeds from down here. Although I'm, I shouldn't say I'm from Chicago. I'm actually from Central. I'm from the, the armpit of, of Illinois. I'm gonna clean that up. I, so. Did I call it the armpit? No, you did not. Oh, you I called, called it, it the taint. taint. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Sam, right now is wrecking his car. My, <sighs> I have family still from there, and he heard heard you refer to it that way. He almost wrecked his truck. I didn't mean it in like a derogatory no, term. No, you did. Totally bad in a like, derogatory it's term. Da- it's like down there's no be- way that comes out any different than it's, that. I just meant like it's down below no. uh, Chicago. Like I'll check next time I talk to Sam and Pam. We'll ask if they took it bad. Okay, he actually agreed with it. <laughs> well, does that make it better? No. I mean, okay, for everybody out there who supposedly lives in the taint of Illinois. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean it as a bad way. I just meant down below Sam, the major Sam city. Sam likes you. Well, I'm I don't very, know. I have I mean, any idea why. I mean, but... I have, there's not many people that don't like me because I'm just a fucking lovable guy, but the people who don't <laughs> like me really don't like me. And I'm fine with that. That's true. <laughs> they don't like you. They don't like anything. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah. Like, what's, what's not to fucking love about me? <laughs> Don't, don't answer no. <laughs> hey, I thought we were going to go. thought it was list making time. That's going to be our last show. <laughs> That's right. Airing our grievances. <laughs> Airing our grievances. Well, Can we like, have Mariel? We'll have, we'll have a Festivus. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. You know I love you, brother. So, um, yeah, so I'll, yeah, there, so there's. Like a... Oh, jeez. 
Um, Did you pick the worst one out of the box for me? I stepped on it just for you. You know what? (laughs) I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... I know, like, there's it's harder to smoke in bigger cities. Hell, like, was it like, uh, was it Minnesota or Minneapolis that said you can't smoke in cigar lounges anymore just in the past month? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Happening, yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. So, hopefully, there's a few places open that you can get to. What what is are there are you starting to see more lounges and bars open up? Oh, I've been like trying to track it and really not yet. They're still like all closed. I don't know what's going on. Like I, I, I can't figure out if it's just cigar lounges that are like that because I don't know if they'll like have to serve food. They didn't used to have to, but now with coronavirus, I know like bars and stuff, you can't for a while, you couldn't just go get a drink. You had to buy food with it. So I'm kind of wondering if cigar lounges are like in that same arena now, yeah. if you have to do certain things. And then, you know, a lot of cigar lounges, in New York city weren't built that way. They're just built to be lounges and bars. So I think it's getting a little more difficult. Do you guys still have uh, percentage restrictions about, um, dining and all that? So you guys still have all of that. Yeah. I think it's like 50% right now, but apparently it's growing like in April. It'll be, I think almost a hundred percent. Okay. But, I mean, New York places are so small, 50%, like, it's nothing. Four people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. weird. You can sit there, and then you can sit there, and then we're done. We're full. <laughs> we only yeah. have 50%, and that means our just, just workers Plus, are allowed. it's still cold up there, because, I mean, it was beautiful this weekend here. Oh, it's fucking nice. It was 78 I mean, uh, yesterday. <clears throat> Evidently, we had tornadoes, though, last night. Did you know that? Yeah, east of here. Yeah, I mean, but we still, like, the state still had tornadoes, I mean. Sure. It's still one of those things where, right. but it's to the point now where like, I think you and I it's were so acclimated. March and April. But it's like, eh, fucking tornado. Yeah. <clears throat> right. It's, I mean, it's, we're, we're tornado alley. So what do you expect? No, I know. It's going to fucking. Did it hit your house? No. Okay. Hopefully not. <laughs> like if it hit my old place, I don't care because I rented that. This one, I now own a house. I don't want it to fucking hit. You have insurance, right? Well, yeah, but like, yeah. Okay. again, they don't teach that shit in school. So it's like, yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I have insurance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it was east of here because um, we were talking about it. Uh, it was east of here and then north of Memphis because I was talking to Jeremy last night. So. Oh, okay. And it, well, I guess it hit it hit up hit up in there. It wasn't horrible. Like I mean, earlier in the week, it's it's kind of like an earthquake is still an earthquake, but a tornado like a small tornado can still like send a toothpick through like a barn. <clears throat> well, yeah. I don't want. I mean, yeah. I don't want to fuck with them. Plain and simple. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't like. It's like dogs for you. You're, you're scared of tornadoes. <laughs> which is yeah. fair. To be fair, I, well, I actually wanted to be a storm chaser when I was little. Did you? Yeah. I mean, Woo. you got to think growing up in the Midwest in the plains, like when a tornado happened, sure. you have one or two people. You have the people that go to the storm shelter or you have the, or you have the person that like watches it in their driveway. And I was that with my dad. So, so that's what there I was, was. Springfield was actually in a, because I lived in Springfield, Illinois, when Paula and I were first married for the first 20 years of our marriage. And so Springfield was in a bowl of heat, so it rarely got tornadoes. A bowl of heat? Well, it was. It was a, in a depression. So in when summer would set in, tornadoes would get pushed around Springfield. So a lot of the surrounding little small towns would get hit with tornadoes. Springfield really did. But one spring, a tornado came through, wow. and it came about mm, three-quarters of a mile, half mile from our house. 
And the neighbor across the way, uh, a nice professor from the local university, a black guy, and I, when the tornado came um, and we could see it, we walked out into the middle of the road and we watched it. And we commented that here are two people with advanced education standing in the middle of the road watching a tornado. So you have book smart and you have street smart. And you (laughs) fell on the book smart side. We did. And we laughed and we said, wow, this is really a sad moment. And I said, my mom would be. So damn proud. The the closest I think. On the other ever, hand, it was damn cool. Looking. Well, the, the closest <laughs> I've ever been was probably maybe if it was two hundred yards, it I, it might be for like it might have been closer yeah. than that. I mean, it was. Oh, it was half. Mile it was mile. close, and it, it got to the point. I was like, you know what? I should probably go inside. Run. I mean, <laughs> run, Matthew McConaughey. No, it, no, that wasn't who it was. Gra- Matthew, somebody else. Gra- grab the. What grab was that the, movie? Twister. Twister. Yeah, that was a uh, Bill Paxton. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, they all look the same. R.I.P. You know he's dead, right? I didn't know that. That's Game bad. over, man. Game over. Wrong movie. Same guy. Okay. Wow. But you're not the movie guy. What the fuck am I doing talking to you about <laughs> right. movies? You don't. You know. could reference more movies right now. That'd be great. <laughs> so, we've gone through the the cigars that you like. You you know, obviously, you're probably not smoking three cigars a day like Aaron does. Mm-hmm. So you don't. Um. So, and, and you've talked about the cigars you like. So, um, you know, you have a local shop up there that you go to. I mean, you obviously have your dad's shop. That's a pretty sweet setup. I would be buying all my cigars from my dad's shop. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I do, like, go around to different cigar shops, especially when I was first starting my podcast. I was going to different ones, and I'd always buy something every time I go in. Yeah. I want to leave empty-handed. I like right. to support um, but yeah, for the most part, I get it from my dad's shop. Whenever he comes uh-huh. in town, he'll bring me a box. And <laughs> whenever I go there, I'll bring some home. What's the coolest, <laughs> what's the coolest lesson you learned from your dad at the cigar shop? What's the coolest Ooh. thing you learned by working at the cigar shop? Ooh. Coolest thing I learned working at the cigar shop. Well, Probably my favorite kind of quote and lesson was that the best cigar we have is your favorite cigar. So it's just a lot of people come in and say, give me your best cigar. But I mean, just like tobacconists are now called cigar sommeliers because tobacco is grown in all different regions and places and it's just all comes together and it's all based on your taste buds so that was like a really great way to learn how to sell cigars it's really just like try different things and learn what you like we don't have the best cigar we have different quality cigars maybe but there's no best cigar the best cigar is the one that you love no i like that one yeah because i mean some people there there's going to be like the Padron 45 family, or it's going to be the acid blondie. It's going to be, and we're somewhere best in between for you. Yeah. It's going to be the best one for you. Yeah. I, I like that. That's, I a, like that's that. a, you know, that's a good, because I get that a lot, you know, working in a lounge and I've get, I've got that questions so many times and <clears throat> my response is, well, I mean, this is what I like, you know, I can yeah. give you, I, I can give you flavor notes off what I like, but that's like saying, how long is a piece of string? I don't fucking know. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's that's where it falls into like my job into helping you find the right path. You know, you might not like it, but I'll, 
I'll at least get you down the road and then you can veer off and take whatever exit you want. So I like yeah. that. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm, I'm going to be stealing uh, your dad's advice. That's a good <laughs> one. Although sometimes people just want the most expensive cigar. And you know what? I love yeah. those people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or the hottest seller. <laughs> We're selling a lot of these recently. Yeah. Or this is the most expensive. You sit in Casa Fuente out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's three people a day walk in and buy the, you know, the $500 cigar. Because yeah. it's, you know, that's what they want. Because they hit, yeah. and they hit, because they hit black 23. Apparently. I don't know if I don't know if twenty three is on black. It might be on red. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. You're the gambler. I don't I know. Don't, don't Fine. Know. They hit they hit That's green double zero. How about that? I do know that one is okay. is real. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Steve would know. Do your old partner would know. Yes. He's a roulette player. I'm not a roulette player. Are they doing the IPCPR this year? Uh, the yeah PCA yeah so they changed the P- they changed the name to PCA this year they changed uh, it last year but then they then yeah, they didn't hold then it. They didn't do it so they're doing uh, TP, TPE TPE is first in in May which I may or may not be going to I'm not sure yet yeah. uh, but then the weekend of July 4th is or the weekend after I forget is PCA so yeah they're still they're still going on so I was getting uh, I was getting uh, road reports I'm on a couple of Vegas sites. Um, from and that Vegas is picking up, and that yeah. there are a lot more people out there, and yeah. it's 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 uh, yeah, Vegas is returning. Like, really open mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, although I've heard the airport is just um, oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's just a complete pain in the ass. I, I guess there was a couple, three reports that people freaked out in the airport, and they were uh, tasered and wrestled to the ground. <laughs> that's a that's not a freak out. That's there's, what's what's above freak out? I don't know. When when tasers are involved, I, yeah, there was just uh, there was general shenanigans. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we had some I had some friends go to Vegas last week, so it, and from every video and every picture I saw, it's like, well, hell, that just looks like a normal Vegas trip. So or there's a, a severe lack of mass out there. Yeah. So well, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, so as of right now, they are still going on. So well, I think you can guarantee the TPA TP at this point is uh, is a go. I mean, unless bo- there's some weird left turn that happens. I mean, in the both whole both of them just lost so much money. It's to, now it's to the point. One where of like, them will have to go off. They, yeah, one's got to go on, and it's. I mean, TPE is still the little brother to PCA. So, but I figure both are both are a go. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, have you ever been? You have, you're you're new to this, but with your dad shop, have you ever been out to one of the shows? No, I've never been. I want to so bad. I'm wondering if they have like any media people. Sure. Can I just oh, live a big them? yeah? So you can uh, just go to the PCA website and apply yeah. for the media pass. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Why that's not? It. That's how you can do it. Yeah. So like, like, uh, you know, if I go, I can get a media pass, but I'll, I'll just be tagging along with our home shop. But yeah, you can, you can get a media pass for sure. Oh, sweet. It is. Um, so I owned a shop for five years up in Illinois. Um, and so I've been out there three or four times. It is when you own a shop, it is a ton of work. Yeah. And it's not nearly as much fun as you would think is just sitting around smoking cigars and, bullshitting with everybody but um it is a lot of fun but it's just not it's not the party that everybody thinks it is because you're doing all your buying for the year so yeah 
it's right. a lot. It's, That's it's, what my, when my dad went last time, the shop had just opened. So he was buying all kinds of new stuff. And right. when it all arrived, he was like, I remember buying it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first year, so much stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. and it just, and it just comes in waves throughout the whole year. Like the, the show's yeah. in July, but you're getting like huge boxes in December yeah. and you forget like, what is this? Like, Oh yeah, this, I, I ordered this six months ago, but like first year we were unprepared and we sort of didn't plan very well. And the next couple of years was like a very much, you know, we were accountants and mm-hmm. very strategic about what we purchased. So if you go take an extra suitcase, that's empty because you always bring back just shit loads of, of, of products. Super dry cigars. <laughs> super, super dry cigars. Yeah. But just get, stop by the Boveda uh, uh, table bring, and, yeah. and throw some of those Big in there. Big Boveda bags with the, with the thing in there. Bring, you know, get some of those. So yeah, they just give this, give it away like candy. Yeah. No, it's cool. First year, I remember seeing the etched Mayan ruin cutter from Zycar. I'm still in love with that cutter. It's still like 800 bucks. There's zero chance I'm buying that. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. Once again, I'm only purchasing things I can light on fire, and I'm pretty sure that's pewter, and I can't light it on fire. To be, I mean, to be fair, if you, if you try hard enough, right. everything can be lit on fire. <laughs> sure. All I need is a blast furnace. Yep. I so, always use a punch. Ooh, look at you. I am not. Well, I found this amazing punch at, like, an antique shop once. And I mean, I like straight cut and B cut too, but this punch is so cool. It's a little bullet. Oh, that is cool. Oh yeah. yeah. That's nice. Just and it's a, just so easy to carry too, wherever you go. Exactly. So. Yeah. I would get in trouble at TSA. Can, can, you, can you get that through security? Oh shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was, Aaron, I was thinking the same I thing. I was actually going to say it off the air. I checked that. <laughs> So like, so my, my dad was a TSA agent for like 20 years and, uh, he would always bring me back when I was younger, like 16, 17, 18, something like that. He would bring me like cigar uh, lighters and cutters and stuff because he couldn't, I mean, they couldn't travel. This was like right after nine 11. So when he, oh, yeah. when he started and, uh, he would bring me this stuff. He was like, yeah, I had to confiscate it. And we had to throw it away. So I didn't want to throw it away. I knew you'd like it. And I was like, I wasn't even smoking at the time, but I blame him for my cigars now. It's, <laughs> yeah. all, it's all his fault. Your dad is awesome. 20 years ago. <laughs> so he's, fi- he's finally out of the hospital. I haven't told you. He's finally out. Is he doing good? Yeah. I mean, new knee. He's, I mean, he's not like running any fucking marathons or anything, but yeah, he's, he's doing good. Quitter. So Ian has finally started <laughs> stem cell also. So thanks I heard everybody. you say that I was, uh, I'm encouraged to hear that. Yeah. yeah Four yeah. weeks, six weeks. Uh, I don't know. Mom goes down to Houston Friday. So he'll, he'll be in isolation for probably two months. If I had to guess, I don't know Ooh. what they do. I just, I mean, it's, it's so far out of, out of my range of knowledge that I, d- I don't know what putting stem cells back in your body entails or what it does. He's just bored. He's, he's, he's tired of hospital food and, uh, I feel that. And, uh, He's like, yeah, I'm just bored, <laughs> but yeah. it's necessary. He needs to get through it. So but he's going doing good. Good. All right. Let's get to your podcast history now. So it's ash ashes with ash ashes with ash. Yep. And it's on it's all on the major all platforms. platforms. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And you're, you're, so you're two episodes in your first one was with a cigar shop up there, which after I got done listening to your show, 
I checked out yeah. the lounge and that one, I guess it's like a dog statue that's in their members uh, lounge or something. That's pretty yeah. cool looking. Like I, that's it's cool. Yeah. It's a huge statue too of the dog. It's the shop is called Barclay Rex. So it's after <laughs> the dog Rex from hundred years ago, something like that. They've yeah. been going long time. Yeah. So there's a really awesome giant statue of a Doberman. And Super the, cool. The point of the podcast is to tell stories about people in the cigar industry or just connected to cigars. Yeah. Connected to cigars. Like I'd like it from all points of view from a cigar lounge. So the owners to the customers and I just kind of want stories from everyone's perspective. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I, li- I like, yeah. I like that. So I uh, love that. Idea. Uh, when do you want us on? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I'm just going to steal this one and put it on mine. I'm there we there <laughs> go. That'd be great. No, I, I, I like it because whenever, whenever me and Steve started this show, um, we wanted it to be the lounge experience for the people who don't have access to a lounge. Because we exactly. know that like if you're in the middle of nowhere, so you're, you know, up in the hills of Kentucky or in the plains of Kansas, you don't have access to a cigar lounge. So we wanted this to be the mobile lounge for you because that's all it is. A cigar yeah. lounge is stories, it's lies, it's companionship, it's yeah. everything in between. So and what you're doing is just kind of offshoot of that where you're just, you know, capturing the yeah, stories. Capturing all the stories. I love that idea. Yeah. And it's so and especially cool. this quarantine, it's just like I I miss talking about cigars. Like I just want to talk about cigars and people. Yeah. You meet yeah. so many cool people in a lounge. Mm-hmm. Connected with the lounge, I, the number of people, who, you know, the owners that you meet that have been owners yeah. for a long time, or maybe have done something before, and now they found their way into owning a lounge. Or I think of our owner, uh, the, our our manager. Uh, back in at Cigars for Aficionados in Springfield, and he he ran a John Deere dealership. He 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 owned a, a jewelry store, so he would talk about all these old stories. He had, and they were all interesting. Yeah. And you just you would just sit and listen, right? And so those are the cool people. Yeah. You yeah. So what? Uh, I mean, what finally started you? Because you're you have two episodes in, but what yeah. made you say, all right, all right, this is what I'm going to do you saw that avenue that needed it. So what brought, what brought you to that conclusion? Yeah, I guess, again, it's really just like the pandemic and quarantine. Like I only moved to New York city six months before the pandemic hit. Oh wow! So wow. I never really got a chance to meet people and find the cigar lounges and everything like that. And I just, I love my job, but I've just been missing cigars, missing talking about cigars, missing the community and learning about it and learning about people's stories. I just missed it. So then January 1st hit and everyone's talking about their goals for the year. And I was like, I don't really have any, (laughs) but then I was just like, I should do something with cigars. And I bet I can do a podcast because I couldn't, I looked it up and I couldn't find any cigar podcast that women hosted. So I was like, Oh, I might have a leg up there. So definitely just jumped on in. Awesome. So what was the story from the first one that was interesting that that surprised you on, on the first one with the, uh, on the first podcast? I, I loved that story because I think it's really important 
for people to know that you can appreciate and love cigars without even smoking them. So she hadn't even smoked cigars before, and she just inherited the cigar lounge, and she loves it. She loves every part of it. She doesn't know much about cigars, and she's learning, but you don't even have to smoke cigars to appreciate them. Like, it's a whole process, and there's so much to love about it, just the entire process. So I thought that was really cool. And just the history of that lounge. Mm-hmm. That's it was just amazing. They've been going for 106 years. I so love cool. those old lounges where there's a lot of history. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Ewan Reese in Chicago that's been there for a ton of years. I mean, there's the new ones are cool and you're like your dad's and they're, they're built yeah. out and they're beautiful and they have all the amenities. Those are awesome because they have everything you want to be comfortable but those old ones are just, there's, there's so much flavor and character. Yes, and, you can feel it too. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you feel it is the exact right term, right? You walk in and you know you're sitting somewhere that somebody sat 100 years ago and smoked a, a cigar, right? And, and no. you can sense that. And I, I love yeah. that you get all walks of life, you know, specifically here like in Arcan, or in Little Rock. You know, I can talk about this one because we're in the capital city. So you could have a construction worker like me sitting next to a state lawmaker. You know, we might have two totally different viewpoints, two outlooks, two jobs, but inside the lounge, we're all smoking the same thing. So that's the one commonality that you might have with that person, but it's at that moment in time, that's the biggest commonality. And that's Mm. what I enjoy because, you know, outside we're all different people, but inside you know, a lounge where all cigar smokers first. Exactly. All have something in common, Mm -hmm. especially in a world so divided all the time. It's nice to have that one thing, that one place you can go where you have something (laughs) you can talk about. Right. (laughs) Well, it's funny. And so one of the challenges, I mean, as you're finding out with podcasts is, is finding people to be on, right? So I imagine that's been a challenge, right? Because we find that challenge. We um, and so we're we're always looking for cool guests like you to have on. Yeah. So where are you finding? So how are you? Are you working on that? Um, how are you mm-hmm. finding these cool stories? So what I've been doing, I I've emailed a lot of all of these cigar lounges in and around New York City. I've emailed all of them. I've heard back from none of them. (laughs) So I went, I started going to Instagram and I was really interested. I was like, I really liked that the first person I had on was a woman. So I was like, I kind of want to go on with that trend. But then Anthony reached out to me from my second episode and he was amazing. But I've got lined up a couple of other um, sisters of the leaf to come on. So I really just went to Instagram, put in the hashtag for cigar pages and SOTL and everything like that. And I just started messaging everybody and the women responded. (laughs) Yeah, there are some really great um, women uh, reps. Um, There is their up, down cigars in Chicago had uh, a lady who owned it. And I think she's passed recently, but Michelle, uh, who is a rep uh, for 
um, one of the cigar brands, and I'll, I'll have to find her information, worked for her, and she's a big-time rep within the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think she's passed, and I, I, if she's not, I apologize to her. Um, but she ran Up Down Cigars in Chicago, which is a big-time awesome shop in Chicago. Um, but just thinking about, because I, it, um, I think one of the things we've talked about we have ladies on the podcast too, because women smokers are an up and coming demographic within the, uh, uh, within the sort of culture. And there's right. weirdness about that guys. Some of the guys don't know how to treat women smokers, right? Because <laughs> yeah, it's like some it's, of it's, us it's don't have thing. social skills and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's a weird thing. Right. And so, um, and so I, I think it's one of the cool things that you're doing is to, to get those ladies out there and tell their stories, right? Give them a chance to yeah. normalize women cigar smokers exactly. or, or, or women in the cigar industry so that we can um, move past the sort of awkward phase of this some, to some degree. Um, yeah. Because sure. I think to some degree, some guys are just going to be cool with it. And it's just, we think of D in our lounge who... Anytime anybody gets weird, she just shuts them down, right? Or Leanne. <laughs> or Leanne, or, yeah. who just mocks you openly regardless. Um, and uh, and so they don't have any problem with it. But um, I think that's awesome. And I think that's, that's a cool angle to it. I think cigar stories about the cigar shops and industry is, is, is such a cool. That's why I love this story uh, or the question, what, what's your most memorable cigar? Because I think it tells a lot about the cigar culture. That's but, so true. Yeah, I love that question. Well, it's like, that's one thing that, you know, Mark and I wanted to highlight with our show was, you know, every other month or quarterly or whatever have, you know, a sister of the leaf on to, I don't like the word normalize because we shouldn't have to normalize it because it should be normal, but, but we have to, but we have to. And that's the thing. Like yeah. we have to let the old crusty dudes who have been doing this for fucking ever know like, Hey, you know what? You know, at some point you got like the, the Fuente daughters, you have um, the, the Padrones, you have Perdomo. I mean, all have female heads of the company that running stuff huge. Um, You know, there's, there's a shop that I just went to down in Houston and they have uh, like the general manager is female, you know, and it's just one of those things that, you know, guys need to, get it into their head that like, Hey, you know, it's not just a club for, for guys. It's, it's, it's a, it's for everybody. Um, you know, when you worked at, when you worked at your dad's shop, did you have any like pushback from, from guys? Because like, like you're the, the assumption is, Oh, you're a female smoker. You like the flavored cigars and that's fucking it. So like, did you, did you, did you have any pushback? Like you weren't, like they didn't know what you were talking about knowledge wise or about the product. Oh yeah, for sure. A couple of times guys would come in. Why is there a girl working here? Why are you working here? Is there a guy here that can help me find oh, a cigar? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, I can help you. <laughs> and then of course there's the guys that like to try to catch you and doing something wrong. They're like, testing you like what's in this cigar what's in this cigar you're a girl working here you must know everything (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a it's a little complicated, but all you can do is really laugh it off because yeah. I know what I know, I like what I like, and they don't want my help, and that's okay. Yeah, I was I forget what lounge I was at. I was at some some lounge, and I was just just a patron there, just enjoying it and everything. And a lady walked in, and uh, she was wanting a cigar, and the guy just instantly went to the flavored infused case. And she was like, oh, yeah. I don't want that bullshit. And I was like, I fucking love it. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to talk to you. You are now. My- anytime, yeah. Anytime I walk into a cigar shop, they're like, are you shopping for your boyfriend today? I'm like, uh, no, every time it never fails. <laughs> Immediately. Who are you shopping for today? Me. <laughs> yeah. Leanne probably gets that too. Dude, and I mean, the first time I met, I met Leanne, Leanne smokes darker oh or heavier cigars than I do. And the, she's the, like the very first time, very first time I met, I met her. Um, she was already in the humidor when I came in to, to start working. So I go in there. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? What, what, what do you got? She had her tray and everything. And she had like four of the LFD diggers. She had like, yeah. I mean, some, some full octane stuff. I was like, damn girl. I was like, yeah, you, you got, you got my taste. I was like, I like you. Yeah. And we just started, you know. And then like D, I mean, if the spicier, the better, like yeah. if she could literally light a jalapeno on fire, yeah. I don't think it would be spicy. Both before. of them are a little heavier smokers than I am. Cause like she goes, we like the same stuff. And I had to tell Leanne, no, we actually, we actually don't. I'm a little more medium to full than you are. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, one thing that I wanted, I was kind of the same thing with you. I wanted to highlight a lot more of the female in like the owners of shops. One of the, one of the nicest shops I went to, it was a tiny little shop. I mean, if it was 600 square square feet, it might've been too big out in uh, Oakland went there and was a lady that owned it. And I just, I talked to her for, you know, 30 minutes just about going over stuff. And she was multi-generational. She grew up, you know, working at that one shop with her dad. So that's all she knew. And it was just so awesome hearing just that side of the story because unfortunately we don't, there's just not a lot of it. So yeah, every, every chance that I get to talk to somebody like that, yeah, I want to take that knowledge in. I want to, you know, just, I'm a sponge when it comes to that. Just, you know, I want to yeah. hear, I guess one thing is like, what, what can not specifically just guys, but what can more lounges do to almost be more accepting of, you know, female smokers now. Right. Right. I don't know. I've, (laughs) yeah, I I have no idea. I guess just. Just treat you like an equal. Every, treat every person that walks in the door the same. Yeah. What can I help you with today? Yeah. (laughs) That's all you have to say. You don't have to say, is this for your boyfriend? Do you want something flavored? I'm like, just what can I help you with? That's all you need to say. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, it's there's, just there's, almost there's... like, it, yeah, you don't um, ask someone if they're pregnant. Like, it's just one of those things. <laughs> you just, just don't yeah, you say can, it. You can quit asking me that, Aaron. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I, think, I think I've got a food baby after this pandemic. <laughs> Jesus. I know I've got a food baby. But, yeah, no, I it's, it is. It's the easiest it's the easiest answer is the right answer. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So what uh, episode two is in the can. 
So you're working yep. on episode three. What's episode three? You have you have the guest lined up for that? Yes, episode three. Her name is Ashley. She's um, just like a cigar influencer. So she doesn't have a shop or sell anything. Um, so she's just on Instagram. Um, she seems awesome. She's been on a couple other podcasts before that I've seen. Okay. She's just a big cigar smoker. I'm excited to learn more about her. Yeah, there's some there's some cool lady influencers out there. I um, there's yeah. a couple out there in particular I, um, I like. Um, so Cigar Eyes would be another one I would encourage you. Um, and I always forget her name. I know she's connected up with the Cigar Pulpit. She does mm-hmm. reviews and stuff for um, Cigar Talk. For Cigar Talk, Jamie. Jamie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She would. She's great. She. Uh, yeah. She's got a good palate. She's got an interesting palate. She likes a lot of different types of cigars, um, cool. and, and is and, and does a good job. I think of of writing really down to earth reviews. Should Should we introduce her to Melissa? Uh, Melissa from Alan. Melissa from the Good Cigar. The Good Cigar. Melissa is also another one. Um. Uh. She's learning Al Roman, who does the good cigar, and Melissa, her her husband, or her uh, Al is her husband. Um, she she's getting into cigars, so they're and they're talking about opening up a shop. Nice, hell, and on, and honestly, I mean, Leanne Purple Lady. Um, so Purple Lady is our Leanne. She's all over Instagram. I'd reach out to her as well. Um, she is a firecracker. So she's awesome. Good luck. Um, <laughs> but she's but she's fun. She's got great taste in cigars. Yes, I mean she hilarious. is. Yeah, she she knows her stuff. Um, you know, Room One Hundred One is her favorite brand. So yeah, she's definitely one to to reach out to. She's a good one. Yeah, she's you know, close with Matt Booth. I know her and Matt. Matt Booth was made a ring for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. We, we we got some names. I'll 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 text I'll text you uh, some names yeah. and numbers yeah. and stuff. We're excited to have, um, I love the angle of the podcast. Um, that is something we believe very strongly in is telling the stories. And I think you've got a great idea there. Um, and I think you're, you're, I think it's going to be fun to listen to how you progress and grow your show. Cause as we, as you find out, you're going to move it along and it, it'll become something different than what you intend. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, I know. <laughs> that, that's the fun part about doing this, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the evol- yeah. everything evolves. I mean, our show has evolved multiple times, multiple times, but we've still kept the same premise and then it just yeah. kind of goes off on its own little tangent. You know, like I said, our, our show I say is 40% cigar, 60% bullshit. And you can see how it is because like, you know, we're talking cigar stuff, but then we get on a tangent about, you know, staring at tornadoes or how I don't like dogs and just yeah. all that, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. We love that. So fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I, you know, you're two episodes in, I've lift, I've listened to both. I'm telling you the intro music, it just takes me back to a time that was simpler. It takes me yeah. back to a time where. I just remember listening to the radio with my dad while we're driving or something and just hearing that it had a very calming effect. You know, I was listening to it while I was up at the lounge up here just, um, and then I texted you like right in the middle of the episode, be like, man, your show just like takes me back to NPR, just driving on a Saturday, just, just easy listening. And just, I don't know. I, I really dig what, uh, what you're, what you're doing. And I can't wait to see, 
you know, the more that you produce, I'm, I'm all for it. And if you need any pointers, I'll point you hopefully in the right direction and not, you know, send you careening into a wall. <laughs> I, I will try not to bug you too hard. Impossible. I love the, I love the technical side of this. Oh, good. You know, okay. I, I do the, the producing side. I love editing, which is weird. I, I really do enjoy editing. I, I am my my own worst enemy when it comes to critiquing myself. And if there's like anything, that, if there's anything I don't like, I'm just like, just stewing over the computer. Just like, how can I make it better? I need to make it better. So. Oh yeah. I don't know how my computer's still alive. I punch it so often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you've yeah. get, I, I'm I'm subscribed. Everybody who listens to us, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know that I have subscribed yet, but I will now. I'm not even sc- subscribed to our, my own fucking show. I'm not so. subscribed to ours. ours is, <laughs> so. I should, I should, but I don't because basically I know what we said. Yeah, that's what it is. So like, I like. Uh, that's the thing. Like it's two downloads, we, like, we're not getting. Well, like with. With the, it's kind of one of those things. Like once you do a show and it's out, you can't go back to that one. You have to like you're already thinking about the next one. So you, yeah. you you really have no time to enjoy the last episode. Like you know we we uh, we drop all of ours on Friday morning. Come Friday morning, I'm done with that episode. It's in the past. I'm looking forward to the next one. You know your exactly. you know we record on Sunday night. You know once I get done shooting this one. I'll edit tomorrow or Tuesday. We're shooting another episode this week. You know, once this one is in the bag, boom, I'm done with this one. It's on the next one. So you always have to look, you know, weeks in advance and it's, it's tiresome, but fuck, is it fun? I know it's so fun. And even people that don't want to be on the podcast or questioning it, it's still fun to just even talk to them. Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah. Because it, you know, whenever you have a mic in front of your face, you become really aware of like how big your tongue is, how you can't yeah. speak properly. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. I mean, you have to be, I mean, we're all a little narcissistic. I think when it comes to podcasting, you kind of have yeah. to have that quality because yeah. if not, I mean, if you're, I consider myself pretty introverted, but I can turn it on when it needs to be, you know, it's exactly, just, exactly I, how I am. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I grew up in the theater but I grew up with a, with a bad stutter and a bad speech impediment, but it's, Ah. it's this shit right here that kind of broke the mold for me to get over that. Well, I mean, you did football games. I mean, you, this isn't you, you, the being, yeah. I mean, I've been been a broadcaster for 20 years, but before then, like in high school, you know, it's like, you know, I was the guy with the, with the horrible lisp and stuttered on every other word kind of thing. And I know, but now it is weird having a mic in front of you. Oh it yeah. Is. You, you, like I said, like you don't hear what your own voice sounds like throughout the day, but then once you put on the, the headphones and you hear it, you're like, Oh my God, like that's what yes. I sound like. Yeah. Or during the editing, I'm always like, I sound like a child. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. I haven't, I've only listened to the first three I was on. It's it, honestly, it's easier. Once I get done editing, I'm done hearing my voice. I'm like, fuck it yeah. on to the next. So yeah, I listened just, to the first one I was on because you and I were going back and we were playing around mm-hmm. with it, and I wanted to hear it because that one was the first one was tough. And then Paula and I listened to the first three so that she could hear when I talked about her. 
and then that was it. I haven't listened to any since. I've I've had my wife on three shows now, and she was the worst to start because she was just so petrified. And I just had to Aww. tell her, I was like, "You're not talking to you know the tons of people out there. You and I were just talking. You're talking. There just happens to be a mic in front of your face. Exactly. The key to that is not listening, though. Do what? The key is not listening. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. You can't listen. Because I just it. come and talk to you and our guest, and then we're done. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. it's one of those things where you just push record, and whatever happens, fucking happens. So yeah. And, and I, the best thing is about a podcast is you can edit out whatever sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what's so nice is because everybody has a story. Everybody has something to tell. There's going to be something out there that somebody will listen to it. You might be, you know, you might want to do a food podcast. That's all about being a vegan. You know what? There's a demographic that wants to hear that. You might be somebody who just wants to talk about trains. There's tons of people that want to hear that. So if anybody out there wants to start it, do it. It's, it's relatively inexpensive to start. I mean, I think anchor is a free service that yeah. you can you can do and then there's tiers above that where you know it charges like very minimal a month and so i i recommend everybody to try it out because there's so yeah. there's so many you know just qualities of stories or uh just subjects that people yeah. want to talk about but they don't know how who they listen trust me there's somebody out there that's going to listen to it yeah, yeah. If, if you have a clean idea <laughs> mm-hmm you need to have a good sort of idea, and that's the thing, and I, and I think that's the key, is having something worth talking about, right? Yeah, and uh, but like what you're saying too, you know, you wanted to be the cigar podcast, but with a female voice. I yeah, that's I, I can count maybe two or three out of dozens and dozens of cigar podcasts, and there's not a lot, so you have a leg up in that already. Yep. So. You're doing everything right. Yeah, hopefully I can get more Sisters of the Leaves on and you guys. You guys got to come on too. You you tell us when and we will uh, make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we haven't ended our show with a question in probably two months. Six months, 12 months. <laughs> so what we do <laughs> is at the end of our shows, we do a game called Million Dollars Butt. I'm going to ask you a question. And whatever yeah. the whatever the cards say, because it's ac- it's an actual card game, which I have right here in my hand, million dollars. But um, you either take the money or you don't. But it's all in what the cards say. You get a million dollars one time, but every time whatever happens, you got to do whatever the card says. It's okay. usually something that isn't plausible to happen, but but, but that it, makes it all the fun. I mean, I know I will say a million dollars will go a lot further in uh, Arkansas than it will in Manhattan. So, <laughs> right. So maybe we should make it $2 million. But. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Million dollars. But every time you sneeze, which right now, oof, I'm, I'm scared to sneeze in public right now. No. <laughs> for the next 24 hours, your voice sounds like you inhaled helium. Yeah, I would. I would do that. <laughs> Did I answer that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, w- I would do that too. That'd be, fun. That'd be funny. <laughs> having me with like, hey. 
See, I I work with I work in construction. You, on the other hand, right? You're running a meeting, but if you sneeze, you know, corporate, Mister Corporate guy over here. <clears throat> so, and I sneeze fairly regularly. So every day, you three four times a day. Okay, so so for I I I, would I sneeze, sneeze maybe a couple times a week, if that. So you would be, you would just be Mister Helium guy from here on out. Right. I feel like that would hurt my professional credibility as a corporate. Well, I work with animals, so I kind of already talk like that all day. That's true. <laughs> exactly how I sound all day. I say that the the dogs and everything might like that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, I I would do it. That's easy money for me. Yeah. I feel like you would hurt my professional standing to talk like a guy uh, helium i guess people would just get used to the fact that my voice would be weird so i would i would just have to know from here on out our show you would always just sound high pitch <clears throat> right and I but, mean, I, but i'm thinking i'm thinking i can probably adjust that in post so maybe it won't right. be so I'm, bad i'm actually not worried about the podcast <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> He's enough not listening anyway. yeah right i'm not listening i'm not I'm, i don't care what you got to fix in post. <laughs> you don't, you don't um and I did sneeze before the podcast. All right, we got two yeses. We need we need yours. I'm a no. A uh, no. God. Party pooper. I know. What? <clears throat> it would cost me money. Like I would like it would hurt my career advancement. You could become the guy I, I, I still, who spoke I, well, like I was always. In, I, I don't in know what I don't know what you do. It's above Make my pay grade. You like you could become the same management side for like a for like a circus. You can they take your, you can take your talents. They to something do not else. have corporate program managers. Oh bullshit! You don't think like Barnum and Bailey has circus? Barnum and Bailey does not exist anymore. Uh, circus Olay. Fine, we'll go fancy. That's not. It's a corporate job. It's not like a circus. Like they're. There, you don't think Circus Olay has corporate people? I don't think that they would find it amusing that I spoke <sighs> with a helium voice. I think they're a corporate <laughs> business. I think we should test it out and find out. About, oh my God. I think they would expect their program managers to have a voice normal people have, and they would. I, I like. I, I think like, if somebody spoke with a helium voice and that was their normal voice, first of all, I think me and a helium voice would not be amusing. <laughs> really? Because I'm pretty sure I'd be laughing, laughing my ass off. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When we come to your show, we're just going to get get a tank of helium with us. Perfect. And we'll just do helium the Probably whole show. Destroy my vocal cords. <laughs> the end of the show will just be us passing out. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, because the fact that I would have, I wouldn't sneeze every hour, so it would go back and forth. Well, no, no, because for the next 24 hours, 24 hours, yeah. So I would always be helium voice. It would always be you. Just that would you that would just be your niche now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a no. <laughs> Well, right. that's, that's my niche on this podcast. Is a no. Is that a is, no for this stupid That game. is your lane, and you're not moving from that lane. You're, right. You're the no guy. You're fun at parties. You know that? I'm a great time at parties. Could we you, don't play this stupid game at parties. So, like, so like I I had to, one of the things I had to, you know. For in, the record, I'm a really good time at parties. I, 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 bet. I show up when you're supposed to show up. <laughs> okay. So, but sometimes <laughs> that's an inside joke that every, all the podcast people know from about six months ago when he showed up three hours early to a party, I showed up when the time misrepresenting said, all the white people, I showed up when the time said, but I was the only white, invite. I was the only white dude there. So I the showed only up white guy there. And so it was a party at eight o'clock, which everybody knows it's a drinking party. It was a, like a, like get together thing. 
when you're invited to a party that starts at eight, you don't show up at eight, right? You know that you show up like at yeah. nine thirty, and right. so he representing the as the only white person at this party, he <laughs> shows up and Chris, who's a really good friend of both of ours, I saw him today actually. He's awesome, smart. Like, th- throwback funny. to episode I don't know. Doctor Smith throws the best parties. He does, and he Aaron shows up at eight, and Chris then thought. No, his exact words is like, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> he's he's thinking to himself, do white people show up at 8 o'clock, right? He's misrepresent, And no. And so Chris was saying, is that a white people thing? And I'm going, fuck, no, it's not a white people thing. The rest of us understand fashionably late. I, I even brought <laughs> gifts. I brought like a... I'm, I brought you, yeah, you brought them about an hour and a half too early. <laughs> I was the gift. You were the gift. You get me. You get me even longer. I'm like looking at him, going, "No, we all get that. We all get that." I was always. There's it, some stuff we don't get, like dancing, but <laughs> but other stuff we get. We got that. It was always ingrained in me to be on if, time. If you're if you're early or on time, if you're on time, you're late. If you're late, don't even bother showing up. Except for if it's a party. Yes. <laughs> but honestly, I just. Fear. I have a fear of being the first one there and being really awkward. That's why I show up late. I'm terrified of being the first, first one there. I now <laughs> know. to make that small talk. I now chat. know. I now know. Right. I now know. Well, you learned. That's, well, see, that's but a also, sign of intelligence. But also, like, it's not like we did a lot of parties last year. It was just. No. <laughs> you haven't had a lot of chance to show that knowledge off. Right. But the next one that happens, I now know. Right. We're, maybe, we're maybe square. Vegas. We're square. I, I'm, I know. Yeah. Where can everybody find you out on the interweb? Everybody can find me um, www.assiswithass.biz. That's my website. And there's a link there that will take you to all the places my podcast is. Um, And you can find me on Instagram at asheswithash. And I'm on Facebook too. Same thing, asheswithash. Nice. So you got them all. Cool. Yeah, I did all. Not, I don't post on Facebook as much, but I'm mostly on Instagram, but I post everywhere. Cool. And remind everybody that in the second episode, you have a discount code for your dad's shop. Yeah. um, Online store. So we're not going to give that code away here because we want them to go check out your podcast, which I'm now going to go do on the way home. And um, we're going to encourage everybody to do that. Go to your favorite pod pod uh, catching form service platform and check that out. uh, Ashes for Ash, and the second episode will have that. So that and and we believe in supporting uh, brick and mortar shops. So uh, there's a great chance to support one of our. Uh, brick and mortars, and that's that's a great opportunity. And this this sh- the cigar that you would recommend they try is the Q Curavari. Q Navari. Curavari. I love the Buenaventura series, but any Curavari. Cool. Well, we'll like have to we'll have to uh, check uh, go go to go to that website and check it out and probably buy some. That would be awesome. That is yes. that is cool. And uh, we want, we both want to say good luck in the game. Anything we can do to help, we are all in for doing. Um, so uh, 
thank you for coming on the show. This has been a, a ton of fun. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If there's anything you need, don't, don't be a stranger, you know, um, we'll, uh, we'll help you out with anything you need and, uh, we'll send you some uh, contacts so we can get more, uh, sisters on your show and everything. Yeah. That would be amazing. No problem. No problem. So awesome. Thank right. you so much for having me. No this problem. has been great. Yeah. We enjoyed it. So, all right. Well, we will see everybody next week. Either good. Later.